Infringement intended. <laughs> 2019. It's 2019. Cease and desist. <laughs> Let's start this off right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is the first podcast of this year, and uh, we're we're gonna keep really? screwing up and writing 2018 for at least three three months. So get used to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, get used to it. It's 2018. Yeah. It's it's just a next. It's just a DLC of 2018. Yeah. 2018. <laughs> you want it 2018 to last forever? Well, it is. Oh shit. <laughs> well, I am Jamie. I'm Rita. I'm 2018. <laughs> Pierre is the embodiment of 2018. At I'm the lasting forever. <laughs> oh, sure it was long. Yeah, uh, to 2018. Guess better sure be going long. on, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have played too much Red Dead Redemption 2 now, did you? I finished it. You fit what? When did you finish it? Uh, Tuesday, I believe. I'm not sure anymore. Oh, okay. He's already forgotten because it's such a forgettable game. <laughs> I've played other things since too. And it's like, oh, it's 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 done. It was uh, it was a thing. Uh, I had some lot of things I loved about it. Some things not so much, but um, overall, pretty good. Okay, yeah. pretty good. So does it deserve 97 on Metacritic? To Absolutely be good? not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's a great seven. Seven out of ten. I'd be more generous. I'd give it an eight. An eight for production value? I like that soundtrack. Okay. Willie Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> that soundtrack, that soundtrack he good. made for Red Dead. Oh Red yeah, Red absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's still being alive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Willie Nelson knew. Like, yeah, well, I'll be dead, but future I'll be side. Red Dead, but my song will feature in that game. <laughs> I will be Red Dead in and the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the prequel. The squeakquel. <laughs> So, what, what disappointed you about it? I mean, you said, yay, I finished it. And that didn't seem very enthusiastic of you at all. Um, there's some great things about that game, to be honest. What I didn't like about it, though, was uh, the gameplay. <laughs> I feel like it's old Rockstar bullshit. Uh, it's the same gameplay that kind of repeats itself since GTA 4. Uh, I've, maybe some people like it. I really don't. Like, it just it, it drags on. Uh, you know, we mentioned it previously. Like, we don't have to Press repeat X ourselves to too everything. much. Yeah. So the like ending doesn't redeem all that. No, it's it's a great st- like everything it does well. It's like the the story elements. It's uh, mm. the way it brings its narrative, the way it builds up its characters. Uh, again, like a great voice cast and everything. But it's all things that could be praised in anything but like well, video game. It's like saying like it's a great TV show. But uh, maybe not such a great game. Ah, I see. Okay. 
Oh. Well, there's there's a there's an aspect to it that I really like, and it's how um, the everything that you do from main quest to side quest kind of matters mm-hmm. to 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 the narrative. Like it started maybe with Witcher three, where like side yeah. quests mattered. Yeah, and this one <clears throat> side quests make the experience. Uh, well, it makes you like your character more. Yeah, you get to know Arthur more through through, through side quests. quests, and that's a good thing. That's one of the strongest elements of. The game are the side quests, and definitely uh, there's there's epilogues to this game. Like the first game had epilogues as well, and uh, they really do help like make this game way more cohesive and just it really boosts like its appreciation of it. I feel that's probably the best done part in the game. I'm really surprised because usually these games they have a whole bunch of content and it's hollow. You don't learn anything else about your character. Oh, there's People a lot of that too. Well, there's a lot. Oh, really? Of that. Yeah. yeah, like the open world aspects of it are really like vast, and there's a lot of variety. But that's that's a criticism that applies to most Rockstar games, to be honest. So, the problem with Red Dead Two is that it, like, the problem with Rockstar in general, I find, is that they always improve on their strengths, but they never work on their flaws. So oh. everything they do well, they keep doing even better each game. Mm-hmm. But everything they don't do well, they just repeat it. That's and a very it, bold it, statement. It, it, after like two or three games, one released like every four or five years, it just you feel it, you see it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like yeah. it's yeah, they don't do enough games that it like Ubisoft does this, but you expect it because the the other game came out twelve months ago. Mm-hmm. This one, like <laughs> it's been what five years? It's or every gen. More. Yeah. All right. So imagine if they would take this game in the future and just expand on the that whole cowboy vigilante mm. kind of theme going on and still keep that intense polish that they put on every single game right mm-hmm. uh, except for the mechanics of course and let's say they buy another engine like the mm-hmm. unreal 4 engine or the frostbite engine or whatnot would it be way better or would it be more of the same I don't think it's an engine issue because I think they made their own engine for Red Dead Two. Like yeah. they they have enough resources to develop their own proprietary engine, but it's just it's it's in the way they they really respond only to positive criticism. Ah, oh, like an echo chamber. I see. Well, yeah. Well, it's like it's good to know your strengths and um, build on them. But it's like if your if like your gameplay is still reminiscent of like PlayStation Two era, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you need to you need to work that out. Like it needs to be improved at a certain degree because it just it it could be better. That's all it is. You said mm. you said echo chamber, and uh, there was a phase uh, during the PS Three era where every year was like an Assassin's Creed or whatever. Like it would just be constantly the same game. And then there was a pseudo Japanese revival and people started being creative again. But it feels like like Red Dead didn't. Like it, like Rockstar just it keeps stayed on making, in that yeah. phase, yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. because, because it doesn't need to grow, it's I think it's their best seller, so. Mm-hmm. And their next game will be their bestseller, and it's going to play the same probably. I just hope they like don't. If, re- I just they hope flopped, they don't repeat they the same learn. mistakes. But they probably will. But the thing is, it still works. It still sells. Yeah, it's still liked. So, I guess with all the amount of money that they've been doing with GTA Online, yes, I, yeah. it's a little surprising that they don't experiment a little more because they can afford. They can afford it. They can afford taking a game doing 
doing something completely fucking different and fuck up real hard uh, but, and but still not, take not that if, as losses, you know? Not if you, you do a game every six years. They can't take a loss there. They could release a game next year with the same engine and try to improve or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sure, would be but nice. They don't, that's not, that doesn't seem to be their model. And it's, it's nice that it, it's not a yearly model, too, because then you end up with Destiny or something. Yeah. Oh but let's say uh, Rockstar also has GTA V Online. Which yeah. still works pretty well and still is like a great that's source like of first... revenue for them. Yeah. So I feel like that's where they just they get a lot of resources from there. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just feel like they they, they they should improve on stuff that they've been criticized for not being so great about their games. Oh yeah. so <laughs> Well then, uh, if you're listening, Rockstar. Mm-hmm. Primo tips, send payments to <laughs> P.O. Box. Who gives a shit? <laughs> like, I don't think I'm the first one to say this. Or it, it, to me, it feels like yeah. if they don't, it, it may be their last game I play. I don't know. Like, I'd watch or, the or other like ones. I'll, well, I might not buy it day one again, you know? Yeah. Like, I bought Red Dead when it came out. We, every almost everyone did. But, like, I'm, I'm kind of done, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the only thing they could, well, and they probably will like get me back in is it'll be like a, an interesting setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they, they might have run out of them too. They might go back to just like Vice City. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that'd be like oh, interesting, but also if like I don't think games are gonna look or feel that different uh, in like five years unless. Mm-hmm their VR unless they're creative yep so like the graphics maybe I don't know it feels like it's capped to a certain extent they should bring back table tennis oh yeah that was funky fresh yeah that was very funky fresh I loved it (laughs) (laughs) so Rockstar if you're listening primo tips and Rita uh, how else did you entertain yourself this week a bunch of stuff yeah I finished Red Dead I also finished Oberdin Oh yeah, that yeah, that was a good trip. I really liked that game. Uh, it was um, was a good. I didn't. I wouldn't say it's a puzzle game. It's really just no. like you you solve through educated guesses, like a bunch of. Uh, I wouldn't say murders, but just deaths. And as you mentioned, it's it's a really um, investigative game where sometimes yeah. you just have to go through process of elimination to find the answers, and you kind of slowly then- unveil a narrative through all the mysteries and all the deaths that you're uncovering by jumping from one chapter to the other. And you yeah. really need to use all the tools that are included in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really good experiment, like in, in terms of like design for an indie game, for investigative games that aren't just, um, that aren't, aren't just like text-based. It's mm-hmm. uh, it, adventure games, I guess they called it, right? It's it's its own it's, genre. It's not a visual yeah. novel, basically. Yeah. Which most in investigative games are, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you just you have a selection. This game doesn't. It's a fine mm-hmm. line, and they do it well. Like letting you guess stuff could have gone horribly wrong. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I said like uh, in a previous episode that I'd like to see maybe a mod or like a, a game a year or so with this because it's a. It, it could be a genre-defining game, I yeah, feel. It, like, yeah. other people could follow, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. This uh, is pretty much the proof that you don't really need replayability to make a good game, right? Yeah, for this game, that's true. The replayability 
there's yeah. n- there's none. none like you figured it out like when you fit when you're done you're done you know what happened to the members of the crew you can you know fill in like the gaps and and the understanding of what happened in the Oberdin. did you get mm-hmm. them all yep yeah. yeah it took me a while it's a game that could be pretty short yeah how long did it take you to play it because the the playing and the seeing every uh video is maybe three hours i think it took me about nine close yeah. to ten hours to figure everything out because you played in yeah. different uh you didn't play it one shot right no i played it in uh two or three sittings about yeah. no three sittings about because i played it mm-hmm. in one sitting and it took me maybe six hours but okay. it was like like uh, like i couldn't let it go basically yeah, <laughs> yeah um there's some great elements of design it definitely like looking back at it it definitely deserves its best art direction yeah i think so yeah because did you play with the colors uh you can play with the settings for uh For it to I look like a different computers. Oh, I didn't play with the what? settings. What? Really? Yeah. Holy shit. So there's I want to see that. Different yeah. computer settings. Yeah. yeah. I didn't play with the settings, mm. but um, without it being too much of a spoiler, I feel like there's great character designs in that game and great... Yeah. Um, well, well it's, it's, it's in the... The, the design of characters it needs to be it's solid part of, it's, it's part of it's the, part of the game like yeah. if if the if design the character, is part of gameplay yeah yeah and yeah in that sense yeah and there's uh how like you get like a freeze frame of every death and how the the um, how they're fixed in time mm-hmm. and what you need to look at uh during those moments it's really well directed too where it's like oh you need to like You can move in 3D space while time is frozen and see like, oh, from that angle, I can see what happened there. So I can know that like, oh, this person might have been shot by this person. And it's 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 really well directed in that sense. And it really just yeah. it finds clever ways to tell you what you need to look for without letting you like without writing it to you or like making it obvious or in your face like go here like follow this trail so not like the batman games and detective mode once you're investigating scenes right exactly <laughs> you not would, that not yeah. that at all so <laughs> it is possible to make a yeah. a nice yeah. detective um detective way of solving murders without it being just spoon feeding you every piece of evidence mm-hmm. yeah i wish maybe witcher 4 learns from that like that'd be great yeah Um, Maybe I, cyberpunk. I, yeah, well, no. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. My hopes. Yeah, I don't have high hopes. High for hopes that. for no. cyberpunk. No, no, it's gonna look great and be fun to shoot. But, um, there's. I was trying to think of a negative thing to say about Oberdin because I'm just like uh, it's fun to be negative about a thing you like, mm-hmm. and I can't really come up with anything. I was. I'm the the only thing I can come up with is since it's like one guy who did everything. Like the music could have been tighter. Yeah. The cues, the musical cues. You're but, really nitpicking. But that's the thing. Like, <laughs> you're, that's nitpicking. Yeah. you're nitpicking that's, at that's, that level. That's your job, no? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's, 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 no, but that's fine. That's fine. And, and like, but but that, that's testament to how, how, how tight it yeah. is, how yeah. good that game is. Yeah. Uh, like if, if I have to find something, it's in the audio <laughs> design. I, I feel if I had to add like a, a negative point to it as well, would be just navigating through the uh book yeah, to you didn't reach like that? A, a ch- I feel like it was a little bit clunky and sometimes pressing back wouldn't bring you to the previous page but to your past 
uh, to the thing. page you were to previously instead yeah, of going like from yeah. page I'm on page 8 I want to go to page 7 mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. let's say I was on page 12 before that if I press like the back button it's going to bring me back to page 12 from page 8 instead yeah of but you can seven. still scroll oh, yeah, okay, okay. There, it's nitpicks yeah because you can still <laughs> that's, 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 you, you can know, still that's, move page by page but the yeah. thing is the, the game doesn't tell you anything mm-hmm. so that's why yeah it's to its merit and uh, you know like we said, if we could bring maybe a negative point to it, but uh, overall, it's pretty strong. I'm yeah. impressed. So this game respects your intelligence, and that alone yeah. it should I be worth any, playing it. If I had any, it would. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I was kind of surprised. Like It took me a while to realize that I had to guess things. Like, and not everything is just going to be clear to you, mm-hmm. but that your guesses are going to be correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fuck Navi. Hashtag fuck Navi. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's the anti... Uh, anti Navi. And uh, what else did you uh, did you do this week? Uh, I also tried another game that's mm-hmm. fairly short, but really cool. It's called Paratopic. Um, Paratopic? Yeah, yeah. It was... Uh, I got it on itch.io. Um, it's a short, maybe like 30 to 50 minute game. And it's mostly just an experiment in basically giving you like a, oh, yeah. a, um, a sensation of unrelenting just tension it starts off like really strong and you just really feel like like it's it's nightmare logic mm. you know oh yeah um, I, I saw this game it's like it lo-fi. was like a david lynch ps1 game <laughs> yeah well it has that like golden eye graphics or like ps1 <laughs> okay. like first person shooter graphics type mm. game and you just you play as like three characters that have to do different things but it constantly jump cuts between the characters huh. and it really like it stops you in the middle of doing things and it's really not trying to make you go through like um a set of rules or even like a straight like um, straightforward narrative. Okay. It's really more focused on giving you those feelings of tension and uneasiness. It's 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 a. It's like a project. Or yeah, thing. it's 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 a, it's a way to convey like queasiness, but not through like uh, stereotypical like horror tropes, like claustrophobia. Right, yeah, uh, <laughs> being yeah, trapped. Yeah, yeah. Just it's that. I see that 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 weird sense of not just claustrophobia, but when something is uncanny and you feel like something's wrong, like you know when like in a nightmare, like you're in a place that is supposedly your house, mm-hmm. but it's it looks nothing like your house. You're aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. And I then, love that freaky shit. And then you're just you're there, and then you move away, and suddenly you're in a forest, and you're talking to someone you don't know, but you're supposed to know just because. You're there, and it, it has that kind of feeling. You mentioned uh, David Lynch, but one of the best ways I found to describe it is it's like the last 30 minutes of Twin Peaks: The Return. <laughs> You've seen it, yeah? Really? yeah. Well, you know when, the, when when it goes, yeah, dream stuff, right? That's how it feels. That's how the game feels. And I've looked at who made oh. that game, and I think they're called Arbitrary Metric. Okay. That's the name, and there are three people. It's like Jessica Walker, uh, Doc Burford, and I think it's the guy who did music. It's Bo Chaotica. There's like a really cool track in that game. Hmm. And I just went on their Twitter to see like 
what's up with these people because i was really impressed with what they did and i just saw like their their like even just their their pictures are like twin peaks references so i'm like yeah for sure that's oh, okay. like yeah. they were definitely inspired by that but well, um, everything is kind of you know. yeah Link's Awakening is inspired by Twin Peaks. <laughs> what, Every, really? David, oh, oh like, please. David Lynch, please. like, just, there could be, like, a whole essay on just David Lynch and games and how, yeah. like... Bringing back uh, America, 70s America, and making yeah. it dreadful. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Paratopic, just uh, try it out. It's, like, 30 minutes to 15 minutes, and it's... Take it as an experiment in what could be done in horror games. And I think you, you'd have a great moment with it. Mm. So try it out, folks. Yeah. So it's on itch.io. Yeah, I think it's it's like $6, like $5.95 Canadian dollars. Uh, probably $4.99 US. Um, worth it. Definitely worth it. Anything else that you did this week? I watched uh, movies. I saw Roma. Really mm. good. Beautiful film. Uh... Everybody should watch it. And I mean it. Like, everybody should watch it. Uh, wow, really? Children? Yeah. Children, uh, too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Alfonso Cuarón. Uh, just beautiful direction. Um, really, like, uh, it feels like, uh, how would you call it? Like, social realism? Like, the bicycle thief? Mm, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the vibe it gave me, honestly. Yeah. Like, it tells a story of, like, uh, a maid in the Roma district in Mexico City in 1971 but it uses that setting to just kind of give you like small glimpses at mexican society at the time and the classicism that could happen or like a little bit of like the mestizo lifestyle mm. in comparison to maybe like more well-off like mexicans at the time and um beautiful film watch it and i also saw burning yeah the murakami story yeah the murakami story that was uh uh, it's a South Korean film. Yeah. Like by Lee Chang Dong. He didn't make a movie in like the past eight years and he just took that Murakami story and uh, it's very Murakami ish. <laughs> oh, yeah. It starts off as like a slice of life kind of a uh, story where it's like a guy meets girl. They kind of start having a thing and then another guy gets in the story and there's kind of this rivalry or kind yeah, of I, I between hear- the guys and then it just ends up as like a thriller. Yeah, so so in the original uh, Murakami's short story, uh, I there's there's a lot less uh, in your face dread apparently. Mm-hmm. Like it's more well, actually that's all there is. Like there's mm-hmm. no uh, climax to the story or anything, because uh, most of his short stories are just unfinished books, mm-hmm. like uh, pitches that he didn't uh, continue. And uh, I hear that in the movie, like it gets much darker. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it gets it's, pretty dark. It's more more fun. Yeah, yeah. It, it it goes for an ending, but that's okay. that was so, a yeah. Good it film, goes yeah. for an ending. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. But that that was it. mostly like all the ways I entertained myself this week, uh, which was a lot. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Jason? Oh well, I I have seen uh, Into the Spider Verse after your <laughs> burning hot recommendations that I've heard. And, oh boy, I was going in and I was hyped up because of you guys. You guys riled me up just, just the right way, just just in the right ways. You, you, you just told me everything I wanted to hear about this movie. And <laughs> I, was, I was sitting down and starting to watch the movie thinking, okay, I have high expectations. I'm expected for a big disappointment. And I wasn't. 
and <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Yeah, even if yeah. you have high expectations, it's still the best movie you've. Yeah, is it is it your 2018 uh, best movie? Honestly, I think it is. I'm thinking of another movie that could take its place, but try try to go as far as you can. And yeah. tell me which year you stop in, because I stopped in '88 when I was born. So. <laughs> <laughs> just like going through the, the whole catalog, yeah. <laughs> catalog of life. Just like what's better, what's scroll nothing, up, nothing, scroll nothing. up. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> We've hit the roof, and oh my god, that that movie, um, it was art. It was it yeah. was taking five different ideas, pushing them together, having a super fast pace, amazing soundtrack, super good style. Mm. I I loved the characters. None of them were annoying or, or, or patronizing or taking too much screen time or catering to certain audiences. In fact, they just catered to every single type of audience out there and mm. actually did it mwah, correctly for once it's for everyone but really yeah. everyone yeah. it's literally now i understand what you meant by it's for literally everyone because mm -hmm. every single character in there every single spider-man in there is good for someone else spider people yeah spider people and my god nicholas cage <laughs> nicholas cage's voice i literally turned to the person i was watching the movie with and just like grabbed her arm and just went like oh my god nicholas cage <laughs> it was perfect he sometimes had i perfect like to like role. matches just to feel something anything <laughs> <laughs> no he was uh he was both spider-man and superman this year oh was he superman Yeah, really. One of the other animated. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, wow! Oh, he's playing both ends. He's always DC really loved like Superman. Like he yeah. wanted to be Superman in a Tim Burton movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Like uh, no his comments. son is named Cal L. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, really? His yeah. son is Cal L. Yeah, he named him Cal L. That's a little. Like, it's it's uh, Superman's Kryptonian name. Like just. He's a really huge Superman fan. Oof, he's gonna have some uh, rough childhood. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, Good luck, know. son. <laughs> I don't know. I hope he gets to do his uh, Neo Yokio or whatever, like being the son of a celebrity. Yeah. I'd be curious to see. What is what is Nicolas Cage's son up to? Oh, my God. <laughs> What's Kal-El up to? <laughs> I hope he's not trying to sell his own console. Maybe he's listening to us right now. Oh, wow. Hey, when I saw him in the movie and he no. was Spider-Man Noir, and he, he was like, "Oh, you don't, you don't choose the ballroom, you just dance." <laughs> it was just such like, a good cliche. Wow. Yeah. He was just saying cliche things. And it was yeah. just right for his character. It was amazing and. Oof, oof, I was gonna say <laughs> anything, something spoilerific, but no, I will not spoil this piece of art. Watch it. Finally, we can say this This one has three thumbs up, guys. Ah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I'm a, I like it so much that I would buy an art book related to it. I did. Oh, yeah? yeah oh, I, I want to see that you, you shit. You can after. check it out uh, later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll show it to you. Oh hell yeah! There it is. I got it right here. <laughs> I'm spoiled. Oh shit yeah. yeah! Yeah. Oh, it's the moment I walked out of that film. I was like, that art book. I, I, let's get it. Let's look at it. Let's go through it. It's uh, 
I love I, it. I honestly love can't it. wait for it to come out on Blu-ray or something because oh, yeah. I'm gonna pause that movie constantly. Freeze frame. Yeah. <laughs> there is yeah. so much to love in the movie, and yes, the after credits scene made me cry <laughs> laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. We couldn't believe it. <laughs> I wonder like how the translations for that movie like how well made they are because a lot of the the, the movie is the comedy and like, the mm-hmm. the delivery of every voice actor they picked really well. Yes. So Yeah, that's 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 a challenge in comedy to just like for dubbings. Yeah, I wonder if it's as good in like another language cuz Like, it's fantastically beautiful, yeah. but it's also really funny, really witty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And it's not the cringy kind of humor. No. <laughs> no, no <laughs> it, it works. But it, it could works. be in a different language, right? Yeah. Like, if they, the could. localization's not done well. Yeah, it might, yeah. yeah. But it, Absolutely. It maybe, might lose Or, or there's charm. maybe yeah. new, new jokes that are, like, really, really good. Yeah, they adapt the comedy to the language. That could be done as well. Yeah. Um, Depends. Depends what language. Like, uh, I wonder what the budget was. For that. Yeah, or maybe just subtitles. But even then, how do you subtitle those jokes? You lose the tone. You lose. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's very. Uh, uh, it's mm-hmm. also very of its time with the comedy. I wonder. Like, I'll, I'll see it maybe in 10 years and see if it still holds up. I think it will. I think it will. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But, and yeah. this is why we go out of our way. Okay, we're we're. Us at Three Canadian Thumbs, we're we're all bilingual, okay? We we learned French first, actually. Bonjour. Bonjour, baguette, omelette du fromage, <laughs> and all that jazz. What the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> What the <And> nanny? <laughs> we actually go out of our way in order to go see movies in English because a lot of the time we go to the to the um To the movies and it's the French version of it but it's yeah. just not as good but well, we understand it right mm-hmm. but a lot of jokes are lost in translation and, and butchered mm-hmm. and the voice actors aren't into it it really really subtracts from the, yeah, from the experience there, there's yeah. this thing in Quebec where there's maybe like I don't want to say 15 yeah there's maybe like 15 17 voice actors that are like recycled mm-hmm. and uh, there's this one guy that does ev- every like uh African American voice. Oh no! So, yeah. like, oh, is, is he doing everyone in that movie? Mm. You know? <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! He does literally every every yeah. My last memory of watching a dubbed film was the Harry Potter films, and the thing is, is that <laughs> like for the Harry Potter films, you know how the actors like Daniel Radcliffe, uh, yeah. uh, Emma Watson, like all the actors uh, age, so their voice ages. Yeah, throughout the films. Oh no! In the dubbed versions, their voices don't age because they're already adults. So th- yeah, so you see them like they're they're, like, they're by like the fifth or sixth film, and it's like it sounds ridiculous. It's like, and I think like for the last two movies, maybe they changed voice actors. Like they didn't get like the, the the same kids, but it was it was so <laughs> off putting. I was I, I think I just saw it like on cable television at one point, like just zapping through channels, and I was like, I can't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> this is off putting. But uh, yeah, this is how I guess Japanese people feel when you start dubbing their games and put it up to the West and go like, well, well this is clearly an inferior product. Maybe unless it's Dragon Quest XI. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah they the don't, diamond and the rough. 
they didn't have voices yeah in the, in they the, didn't that's why the I japanese said that. version <laughs> yeah the but, japanese voices are coming to switch oh yeah. cool Cool. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's yeah. so backwards. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I've uh, played a whole lot of Overwatch. I'm back on it because I've got yeah. a new video card. It stopped crashing. And uh, I'll be able to upload this podcast on YouTube. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I got an upgrade. It wow. works so smoothly. I love it. And um, I've been experiencing the new characters in Overwatch because, well, yeah, I don't there's know if new you... characters? Yeah, uh, constantly. Hmm. In Overwatch, every year they, they release um, a few characters. Like mm-hmm. last year, oh. I think three. Oh, well, that's a yeah. lot. There's a lot, and it's free. Yeah. It's, it's not DLC. You paid for the game once. So you you get every map, you get every character. But do you have, like, in game currency to unlock the character, or is he unlocked uh, automatically? Only cosmetic. Oh, well, that's nice. Because, uh, like, There's a Star Wars Battlefront 2 mm-hmm. uh, just came out with Obi-Wan Kenobi, mm. which is like the guy you want to play as. And you need uh, in-game currency. There. So you need to. So I, I booted the game up again with yeah. the new content. And it was like, I need to play 17 more hours of this before I get my new character. Oh, my no. God. <laughs> oh, no. Right, so I just deleted it again without playing. Oh, no. Isn't it kind of an artificial, sneaky-ass way to have audience retention? Like, you're, you're a prisoner of this because It's, you're doing things you don't want to do. Yeah. And, uh, like... All, it's the same currency for cosme- cosmetics, new characters, new ships, mm. everything. So if you like bought a ship or something uh, a month before, well, you're screwed. Yeah, well, like there's a reason why like s- some governments went so hard as to consider like uh, those kind of uh, loot box practices as gambling. So I don't even think you just, can pay. <laughs> but that's the thing. Battlefront you went so hard on it that it's like government oh. started looking into it, whereas like laws in Belgium were. Uh, may like right but in, in this game you can't even you can't even uh, spend real money it's just to make you like play more which makes no sense yeah well that wasn't the original it's true it's based the on the original old, intention uh, it was pay yeah. to win literally yeah, yeah. like Then they had to like change you had it boba fett because of the they backlash didn't change it enough <laughs> yeah. yeah they changed it like to a minimal amount yeah. just so like it wouldn't be considered criminal in some countries i guess yeah probably yeah. when you fuck up so bad with your microtransactions that you that you <laughs> make different countries whip out lawyers in order to redefine oh, yeah, what is legal and what is not that's that's huge yeah but yeah. that's good that's progress here we're, yeah. we're finally putting on critical glasses going like all right Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's, it's a bit after in. the fact, but at least it's happening. It, well, they're taking gaming seriously, basically, which isn't something we're doing here. So, yeah, well, the FCC is start is going to start, start investigating yeah. on uh, on just loot boxes in general. So, yeah, that's something we'll see in the United States, and I feel like Canada will probably just. It's a good like, time because most games are like becoming free to play, or mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, 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 it's. It's great that they're investigating in it. They're kind of forcing the arm of kind of greedy publishers going like, oh, I guess we're going to have to do cosmetic loot boxes in the future yeah. or non-intrusive loot boxes in the future yeah. or just dump all of our games and just I do a bunch of gotcha games on mobile. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's probably what's going to yeah. yeah, I feel like cosmetics are still bad, mm-hmm. like cosmetic loot boxes. Okay. Yeah. Because... Yeah, you you can use that. Well, in 
things like maybe Street Fighter V was the first example where I where, where I had like a what the fuck moment where they made Ken look bad and basically you're gonna pay for his old uh, look what? Which, is, really? which is the look which is the yeah. look everyone wants right? my so, example yeah. I have there like the, the game I think of is Dead or Alive 5 where collectively there's if you take all the cosmetic DLCs that that game has mm. it's like five times the price of the main game what the shit because there's so many different bundles and there's so many different like outfits for every character that the whole collection of dlcs is way more expensive than even just the complete game so if you're just a little bit of a completionist you have to whip out the wallet yeah but it's not loot boxes (laughs) though i think it's like it's direct purchases but like even direct purchases for that though because it's like when you go back to a a, a franchise you go back Mm -hmm. mainly especially for fighting games you go back out of nostalgia Mm -hmm. so you have a nostalgia for a thing like oh you want these old songs well pay for them it's like you clearly (laughs) made this game out of like the nostalgia factor like i'm gonna buy the new street fighter game Mm -hmm. but then yeah like you make these costumes that that you want me to see and that are lesser and that's what i have to play with and then the better costume is the one you you get to pay for extra so like the game is is just yeah it's just ridiculous i think it creates a need made yeah exactly make bad designs and then like make you pay for well yeah it's like they create a problem and they make you buy the solution to the problem they created yeah exactly (laughs) it's it's exactly um what i wanted to say about the other piece of entertainment that's been entertaining me um uh, in the past week i've been watching my uh my roommate play assassin's creed odyssey Mm -hmm. Mm. and um he is firmly, firmly, firmly anti-microtransactions. Like, mm-hmm. as soon as you talk to him about it, he gets upset. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. a firm, mo- uh, like, he, he doesn't play games on PC because they're more susceptible to that. Mm-hmm. He was very resistant to play even the game on his cell phone because mm-hmm. he knows he's going to hit a wall. It's going to get pushed on him. Yeah. And um, Odyssey has made him do his first microtransaction because Damn. of it. Wow. Because he wanted his XP to be higher. Oh, uh, the no. XP boost thing? Yes, the XP boost. Yeah. Like he, but, but I, that's when no. you see that it's like a gambling problem, mm-hmm. right? Not necessarily your, your, your roommate or anything. Mm-hmm. Just like the idea that they play with the same thing in your brain that, that, that <laughs> informs gambling. Mm-hmm. And they do it in that thing you're comfortable with. Because you, you go to, to gaming for escapism or for leisure or whatever and to get you there (laughs) it's crazy yeah exactly yeah it's like if only i had that it would be fun Mm -hmm. i mean all uh, like a lot of the reviewers of odyssey all said well not all of them but (laughs) a huge percentage of them Mm -hmm. all recommended that you get those two dlcs and it changes the whole game yeah. Well, the idea that your game is harder or, or worse to experience if you don't buy an XP boost is insane. Like, you made a bad game out on purpose. You made it, like, longer and harder to, to grind because you know grind is boring. Grind is, has been boring since mm-hmm. RPGs exist. Exactly. And you, you, you make your Assassin's Creed an RPG game. You're thinking ahead, like it's insane. Yeah, I've I've, I've played <laughs> it that game to completion. Makes me want to, to not play that game. <laughs> yeah, I've played that game to completion, and yeah. for Did some reason, it? I had the resolve to not get that XP boost. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I didn't participate in the microtransactions that that game had. I don't want to waste uh, money. If you go around and you do the side quests, you're still kind of fine, but you're always... You're never over-leveled. You're just, like, yeah. par for whatever you need to do in that game. Oh, but even it requires with the you, side quests? Because yeah. usually side, side quests permit you to, like, breeze through the story. Yeah, with the, 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 with the side quests, I was just barely par, maybe mm. a little bit one level over or anything. But in that game... A difference in levels matters a lot. It does. It, it does a it lot. It really oh. does. You want to know so the kicker? So still, I feel like it's it. I still feel like it's a bad practice. So they made honestly. the enticement to for you to buy XP, basically. Yeah. Because so sometimes it's like it's if there. you want to skip quests or stuff like that, you like pay so you can play less of the game or just go. But less of the bad stuff of the yeah. game. Yeah. Why, less why of is the that even stuff? there? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why is that even there? Like, yeah, I think it's bad practice. Quests? I think yeah. that's it's. The, a game shouldn't be designed that way where you have to buy a boost because I, I, I kind of get when they PR when they spin it basically and they go like you can buy this and like you can just do the story mm-hmm. that's that's what they say right? yeah that's the PR version yeah. it's optional I swear mm-hmm. yeah you can you, you can eventually get to it yeah it's gonna take 30 hours <laughs> you, more you, than you, we intended it to mm-hmm. be yeah, but and it's the idea that like more time is better. Like the Persona Three uh, cover would say, like over a hundred fifty oh, yeah, yeah. hours. Like, or oh like, my god! And, and when Witcher Three was being, yeah, yeah, when with yeah. Witcher Three did that as well. But mm-hmm. it, when you play a side quest in Witcher Three, it it really makes you more powerful. Mm-hmm. Like you, you you have other reasons to to play them too. There's like actual story. You're not yep. just fetching something. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. you think it also narrows down the audience that likes this game? Because well, sometimes you know you play you play this type of game. You you do your stealth kills and everything, and you feel intelligent. Sometimes people want to play the game to have a power trip, right? They want yeah. to dominate the others yeah, 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 and yeah. a la it's power of fantasy. And yeah, they, they yeah. hate Undertale. And, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like a shadow of war. It's like, yeah, uh, I took out a camp by myself. Far Cry style. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like that. Yeah. But it, it narrows down that because without the XP boost, you're always slightly, you know, like yeah, under level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also the RPG elements are there to like dumb down the game too, right? Also, do you want to know the kicker? Mm-hmm. Those boosts also unlock something in particular. Oh, yeah. when, you're, when you're way higher level... Mm-hmm. Uh, then someone else, um, and you try to stealth kill them, yeah. it just gives them a little bit of damage. I remember you complained yeah. about that <laughs> in yeah, Assassin's Creed, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. the other one before. No, and this one too, in Odyssey, it does the same thing. Yeah. If you had unlocked that DLC, that XP boost, it also unlocks magically. Oh, if you're way higher level, you kill them instantly. They don't say that. They don't no. say that in the DLC page. Well, that's, that's so you get the actual Assassin's Creed experience. If exactly. You pay a bit more. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. You yeah. get the intended experience. Oh, uh, that's I, I get, even without knowing that. I still think it's it's bad practice to just include XP boosts as things you can sell to the player. A game shouldn't be designed with like gameplay elements sold separately. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just. Oh yeah. Like, That's a or gameplay options. It should be included in the game. Like there's. Yeah, uh, I'm not buying it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine yeah, if like, I successfully like, convinced you. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'll I'll uh, buy it used and give my money to EB Games and uh, not 
yeah. not Ubisoft. And I'm like, I'm yeah. going on a stretch here, but imagine if you had like a um, color blindness option, but you could only buy it. Oh my like if God. you're colorblind, yeah. you need to buy the 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 colorblind option. Well, to a certain extent, that's what it is because, uh, like you you get you you get to have you you have to play more. Mm-hmm. So that's a time value, mm-hmm. but in the in the in the wrong sense as well. Like you're you you got a job, so you can't you can't spend time on it. Like they're playing with your 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 inability to have time for it. Yeah, well, they know some players' lifestyles won't yeah. allow them to just complete every side quest, yeah. so they can be on level to complete the story. Yeah. So, yeah, but, there's there's some truth to that. By the way, uh, another kicker on top of that. <laughs> okay. I, I I really need to get this out of my system, but those boosts, that XP boost, wait, there's two. By mm-hmm. the way, there's one XP, there's one also XP gold and everything. But okay. the XP alone also unlocks the skill. If you're OP, you mm-hmm. kill them instantly. But the thing is, you can't buy them outright. You have to buy credits. Yep. yep. Credits I so know. that you can buy the thing in yeah. it. It's and like, it's like, a, they're like, it's like Helix credits. Oh. And there's a reason for that. Yeah. Yep. They sell it in packs. Mm-hmm. And the smaller <laughs> packs, they're, they're completely not worth me? it. Yep. And Jesus Christ! The 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 only pack that you can buy a significant DLC with is well a hundred a hundred helix which is in Canadian dollars twenty six dollars. Yeah, it's, that's that's insane. Okay, so you need to buy the twenty six dollar thing to get something that costs a bit less. Right? Yeah, and exactly. then you have leftover helix credits. Do they, that, but do they mm, do they port to future games? No, <laughs> that's the Ubisoft, thing. Uh, points or anything? No, because uh, in in that sense, like if you're a like Ubisoft you could use it on Rainbow Six or like the next Assassin's. That's Creed. what they should do, and that's kind of the reason why they started that. Yeah. Is that just so Ubisoft could have uh, control over um, sales of their Helix credits on the value of their in-game content? Because yep. they didn't want like Sony or oh, Xbox yeah. or uh, Steam. Whatever to, to give a sale on the thing. Yeah, yeah. they want to have direct control of their currency, but the thing is, it's kind of disingenuous because it's only for a game. It doesn't translate to any other Ubisoft game. Okay. Anime See, was a mistake. I, I didn't think of that idea. That's fucking brilliant, Pierre. I mean, what if the fucking Helix credits were would go over to another Ubisoft game? Well, they 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 have like that credit thing in the I forget their store name but basically like you well, have your own account no but even in Ubisoft uh, you have Ubisoft points or something yeah yeah and, you, and, I, I, and I've been using them in every game mm-hmm. for to unlock certain things um, so they could do that with their currency oh I remember yes I yeah. used Ubisoft points in oh my god you guys are gonna cringe I played you know you know the the card game yeah, Uno. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, it's. <laughs> I had to use Ubisoft points to unlock certain cards in Uno. <laughs> <laughs> Are you for real? Like, is, so what? You just play with the card number two? <laughs> then Probably you, different looks. And then you, and then Cosmetic get, cards. <laughs> Oh, no, and no, you no. get there number were, four. There, there were different cards. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. There, there were different game modes. Okay. okay, okay. Yes. That's game okay. modes. Okay, that's a little better. Yes. <laughs> I was wrong retroactively, but the different card designs, of course, that's DLC. Yeah. Yeah. But different game modes. I had to. I 
I had points left over because of another game, mm-hmm. and I just looked at it and I went like, I "Oh well, good this. thing, good thing I spent in that other game." Well, that, yeah, that could be that could be like a middle. But the, of the these resolution. were points you would yeah. get from achievements in your, uh, mm-hmm. and it was to to make you play the game more, mm-hmm. basically. See, these are not Helix credits. You can't so buy have, those points. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They have two kinds of currencies. Then they have the Ubisoft points. And I like the achievement uh, idea. Yeah, it like was you, fair. Yeah, you achieve the thing, you unlock a costume or something. Yeah, and it was Absolutely. yeah, it was never anything game breaking, and was just. But maybe it was to entice you, and then slowly move towards a, like an actual currency. And now that you're used to it or something, mm. you you start buying experience points. I maybe, but they don't like. There's different stores for them. There's like the yeah, UB points it's still has there, its own yeah. store, <laughs> and yeah. the Helix credits are like a store that you can only get to within the game. Yeah. And it's re- like they don't even they don't even meet. I declare this garbage. So that's well, <laughs> it's 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 when you see that you're just like, maybe Ubisoft is really big. Maybe their game is a store. <laughs> maybe <gasps> they, maybe they're just a huge store. They're yeah. just a big store. That makes sense. No, they're like the Costco of eventually games. you're just gonna yeah. <laughs> but apart from those, those buy a <laughs> subscription to play the next Assassin's Creed yeah that's yeah, probably like coming yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. Uh, apart from really the microtransactions that are a little intrusive because well obviously the game was balanced around the fact that you would buy some mm-hmm. um, it's a beautiful game I have to, to give it that it's, it's really nice mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the mechanics aren't that outdated the, there, there are some people clipping through walls and doing stupid things and AI just behaving weird. These games have never been tight. Yeah. The, these games have always been a little buggy at a certain point. Goosey-goosey. A lot buggy. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you shoot an arrow and it's supposed to go first-person view, it, it's really weird and awkward and it goes really <laughs> first too quickly. First-person arrow? <laughs> yeah, first-person arrow. It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Do you, it's do you really move it yourself or something? Yeah, yeah, you move it yourself. Like it's... the punch in Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. the <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, but don't talk shit about the rocket punch. That was the coolest shit ever. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, everything about that game, um, those mechanics is, is stellar. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a tight game. Like if yeah. you think about Phantom Pain, did you see like any of the like uh, floating ships that are just like twitching in the air and just going crazy? And <gasps> oh, not that's, yet. That's not a common yet. bug. Yeah, that's a common bug. You might see some of them. You I saw might... that in Red Dead, the flying ship. No, it was just like because uh, basically it's it's the birds' assets are wrong, so it's like mm-hmm. a ship instead of a bird. So, <laughs> so, so I, I saw that in Red Dead with uh, animals were flying. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> nice. oh truly, they're like flying the straight West. and across. You know, they're, oh yeah, T pose. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you see a giant cow <laughs> flying. <laughs> yeah. Now you can shoot it. <laughs> Falls down. <laughs> Just get your meat. That's a good girl. That's a good girl. You get your feathers out of the cow. Yeah. <laughs> Other than uh, than Overwatch and watching him play Odyssey in, into the Spider Verse, I've been hanging out on VR chat a lot, socializing, and and it's it's pretty fun. Uh, I I might bring bring it up later, but uh, yeah, it, it it it's kind of making me uh, feel different feelings. Cool. I, I I love hanging out with people virtually, and um, 
I really, really hope there, that VR is going to be widespread really soon. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's something that I want to happen in my lifetime. Yeah. I want VR to be in every fucking household somehow. I mean, everybody has a smartphone. Everybody has a computer now, yeah, which I'm, is their smartphone. Mm-hmm. I'm but, more interested in like augmented reality, like uh, the you know the, mm-hmm. the failed Google Glasses stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's there's experimentation with that a lot. I think that's that's a way of like kind of like bringing or both bringing yeah. it closer to VR. Yeah. But when I think about VR chat, what's really cool about it? It's free, and you don't even need a VR headset. Yeah, to, you can go keyboard mode to like enjoy you can, it. You yeah, just you can just yeah, you could just chill there and it's fine. I mean, you don't move around and stuff, and you you oh. just your lips move, and you can crouch and mm-hmm. and 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 like uh, and, and and be in a sitting position. But that's pretty much it. Mm. That's you can play through your screen. Like you don't need to have a VR headset to be part of like all the communities that VR chat has to offer. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. Exactly. It's a great evolution of the chat rooms. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see any downsides to to it. It's just accessible mm-hmm. at any level. In fact, uh, when I'm on VR chat, confession time, mm-hmm. I play a woman. And uh, very, very proud of, of being a woman on there. And I don't even disguise my voice like a lot of people do on VR chat. Yeah. And I have a lot of fun about it. I, I, I start really meaningful debates about mm-hmm. gender and equality and everything on there. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I kind of find like it's kind of a gateway to people that want to become, I don't know, like drag queens Great. in the future. Great. Yeah. Yeah. And I find that it's super open minded and super fun. And I, I actually meet a lot of people that change their minds because of me. Yeah. It's, I, I, I find that it's amazing. And uh, it kind of gives me hope in humanity that this world isn't polluted by all kinds of nasty people. Yeah, the, you know? the, well, you know, a lot of people talk about the negativity of having anonymity online. Mm-hmm. But there's really something about just uh, judgment not being present on your own person or like who, who you're, 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 who they see you as because you choose your own avatar and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of when I was younger on, on chat rooms. Like, mm. uh, you know, you just you 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 project a better version of yourself, and yeah. you, you 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 it allows you to work on that in your real life as well. Well, I feel or it's, re- real. Well, whatever. Yeah, yeah I feel like it's, it's also right a way word, to find community. Yeah, because, exactly. Like you can well, reach online more people general, online yeah, because yeah, yeah. you might be living maybe in an area of the world where it's like you might not feel very uh, encouraged to be who you are in your yeah. immediate environment and it's hard at work for me to, to talk about like uh, Yakuza or <laughs> well, yeah and you can exactly. find community there and yeah. find people that share the same values and want to experience the same things or sometimes some people might just want some advice or find uh, friends they can relate to because of their uh, their shared interests or uh, maybe like they're they're interested in like drag queen culture or anything else, and I think it's beautiful that there's there's this access and there's this uh, sense of community that can be created online and where people can find each other to encourage themselves to discover themselves and figure themselves out. I think that's 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 a beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah, it, it can it can end up like being a sort of teacher as well. Like the mm-hmm. internet taught me 
many more things than my than say my parents could. Oh, like, me too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. I learned English because of yeah, the yeah, internet yeah. only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, uh, that and TV shows in the 90s, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The oh, Simpsons. Yeah, absolutely. I was watching every single rerun. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think that this, it's like hanging out at a bar. But every disadvantage of a bar is wiped out. Yeah, there's like, no ultra douchebags at your bar. <laughs> exactly. You yeah, just, yeah, yeah. If you see someone you don't like, you block him. You, it, he disappears from you. Yeah, that's a that's a really interesting concept. Mm-hmm. I would like to block some people in uh, <laughs> around me in life. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And also, you can you can pretend yeah. that you're dancing and you're not actually touching people. You're not getting harassed. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, like virtual dancing is good for white people. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, you don't need to learn the moves. You don't need to learn the moves, no. You don't need to have actual groove, yeah. You can you can you can program an emote. If you're good enough at programming, you can actually import an avatar and mm. press a dance button and it dances the way that you pre-programmed it. Just so floss. It's hard to floss in real life. Yeah. But online just press that button. <laughs> Perfect teeth. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Like online, I mean, I look glorious in a dress, but in real life, mm, a little different, let's just say. So, yeah, it kind of, I love it. And I recommend it to everyone that, that feels misunderstood, like an outcast, or that feels like going out to a bar but doesn't want to get off from their chair. That's exactly the right thing to do. You also, mm-hmm. like, you won't meet every type of person possible at your local bar, right? Yeah. You can online. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. the, there, there's this idea. Yeah, you, there, there is like a more uh, like I don't want to say real. I just can't really think of another word to it. But like, of like uh, actively engaging in your local community. Mm-hmm. Like you need to put some effort into into that, and it might be really hard as a kid or like a, a young person in general to like push through all of that hard stuff to, to make you active in your the, the, the local community mm-hmm. um, you might learn that uh, on a chat room and especially in like like VR is just an extension of that really mm-hmm. so um, even if you're too introverted to to like communicate with with people around you that you're forced to basically because you're 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 too, because you're introverted like um, it it's definitely a, a way to to more uh, like to to a, a stronger version of yourself, I guess. Yeah, like a, a better version, as a better, stronger version of yourself. Oh, like you could play like the socializing person. in a comfortable environment where, yeah, like, you, 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 you can to, always yeah. have an out. Like you're never stuck anywhere. Yeah. So whether I that's good or bad yeah. depends on you because you can get stuck into. But I don't even think it's bad to be in to to like to me. It's a it's an evolution of society like i don't mm-hmm. obviously it's it's not entirely there yet so uh there there is a debate to be had on uh is it better for you to 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 like go out in in, in the world and just meet the people around you that are yeah like, making things that's a but whole then, other but, debate yeah yeah but then <laughs> like do which yeah do what makes you happy really oh, I just and like it's a good way to yeah 
there's some people that you might have never met because you don't have the means to meet them in person. Exactly. Yeah, and um, um, it opens up that for possibility. The best life for you, right? Exactly. So, yeah. Now you you absolutely yeah. understand it, Pierre. Um, the way that you said that you kind of project a better version of yourself and you practice yeah. at it. Yeah. Because, well, you know, you, you kind of have a person that you want to be in the future well, or I, a person that you admire. Yeah. So by emulating their mannerisms, you're kind of becoming that person eventually. You know, fake it until you make it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's more like... Well, you, you yeah. become... You have to become yourself as well, right? Yeah. It, it eventually does. Yeah. It that's, with that's time the, and practice the same thing. and thoughts. That's the same thing with, with art, with uh, music. With, you'll start, you'll play songs from somebody you like. Like, uh, empathy is taught. It's not like something that you, you're just born with. You're born a dick child, right? Mm, so. Testify. <laughs> testify. Completely agree. Yeah. And if you if you have the wrong community around you, if you have bad parents or whatever, like the internet's there for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. That is completely right. It's, it's a new tool for you to yeah. It definitely well, brings new. you closer to alternatives. Calling it a new tool shows my age. <laughs> <laughs> a newfangled tool that those yeah. young whippersnappers they, they use. The tubes. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. And how did you entertain yourself, Mr. Pierre? I, I didn't have much time. I've been studying a lot um, mm-hmm. to, to catch up with with my studies. But uh, I've <laughs> I started watching uh, or st- started again watching uh, Evangelion. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Boy, my favorite anime of all time. <laughs> Whip out those old DVDs. <laughs> okay, okay. Because I was like, yeah. that's gonna be released. On Netflix. on Netflix, but they're, yeah, they're, so yeah. so I started watching it last year, but didn't it didn't catch on, and um, the the fact that it's coming out again uh, made me want to watch the watch it in uh, original Japanese mm-hmm. because there might be new like it would make sense if there was a new dub. Mm-hmm. I, I hadn't thought about it much, but like um, if I, I think uh, if it's released again. Um, Netflix needs to make it sound a little bit better. <laughs> I think okay. so. Yeah, I, maybe. Um, there's there's different voice actors for the movies that there is for uh, the the series. Uh, so, not for the dub. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. But they sound the same. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but like '90s anime voices don't really fit with what Netflix has been releasing recently for anime. Okay. So it'd be like I I'm I'm expecting a new dub. Especially if they have to go international with it, and like with the deal they made, um, so I'll, I mean I'm not really interested in the old dub, so I'm watching it in Japanese, and I might rewatch it again uh, when that when it comes out on Netflix. Um, it wasn't really the Netflix thing that did it for me; it's just that I realized it's something I hadn't really paid good attention to. I think you're the really the type of person that would appreciate that kind of anime. It's really introspective, super a lot. It's not about mechs. So there were a, really a lot of shitty people that enjoyed it when I was ah, in high school. So that can discourage <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah. kind of the yeah that the people that definitely <laughs> affects your perception of yeah yeah work. And, and itself, I'd yeah. seen it when I was nine years old, and uh, well, some of it, and I didn't get it because it's very slow paced. It's more kaiju than it is mecha. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, it's it's really good. I don't really have much to say about it because I'm only halfway through. Oh, it um, starts being good really at the last episodes. Yeah, I think really... I talked to you about this like uh, maybe 
it took it took a while for for me to appreciate uh, the anime like maybe 10 or 11 episodes and that's a whole season for some shows so mm. uh, I'd say take your time with it uh, when it comes <laughs> out because a lot of people won't have seen this it's like hard to get right now yeah um, you know yeah. m- my recommendation for it it's a little weird it's coming out on Netflix really soon and I recommend this to everyone that wants to have an intelligent discussion about themselves their emotions how they see themselves and um, how others perceive them and people that have self-esteem issues mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. people that have daddy issues yes that's the yeah. <laughs> definitely you are the target that, audience that's, yeah that's <laughs> the thing like uh, we were just discussing like uh, Hideaki Anno which is the creator probably didn't have like a, a, an internet community for him to, to like yeah. deal with his issues <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. I'm just I'm just curious to see how like this like Evangelion came out in 97 and there was like the first impact and second impact and it's like futuristic 2015 yeah yeah, yeah that, <laughs> that doesn't translate well uh, yeah. I'm just curious to see like how is this gonna be received for like I'm thinking like teenagers oh, today that are gonna jump like, in the series it's like this is what they thought 2015 would look like in 97 mm, like pay phones and stuff yeah, yeah but, but uh, there's there's this aspect that like the world stopped for them though right like uh, yeah it's, it's what I call retro futuristic yeah, yeah. Or it's like what that, like the 80s imagined the 2000s to that's be that's what the 90s imagined popular, the 2010s though, right? now like the, yeah. the the old anime 80s 90s aesthetic like uh you know like all those uh radio loops on youtube mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with hip-hop like that they could play on that like they could it, they could especially with just the, like if they're really evangelion wasn't originally designed as no. a retro futuristic thing so i'd be <laughs> curious to revisit it yeah and try to see it like in that perspective whereas like does it age well as a retro futuristic yeah like a uh, kaiju, like psychological drama. Yeah. Or is it just good on its own at any moment, like even for its time and outside of its time? I'm curious to see that. So for sure, I think I'm going to revisit Evangelion a- and try to see like from different perspectives, not just as me who watched it as a teenager and growing up with it as it came out, but also as newer generations coming into it and trying to see what's it like for someone yeah for a new audience for a new audience is to jump into audience? something yeah. that was made in the late 90s mm-hmm. yeah so so even yeah i, I since it's really inaccessible right now until the netflix show i feel like it's an anime that everyone knows is aware of but not necessarily everyone has watched mm-hmm. so even older anime viewers might like see it for the first time yeah i think so and um to, to, to really get into the mood and what kind of got me interested in uh, Hideaki Anno, uh, again, the creator of uh, Evangelion, is um, I learned that he'd worked, one of his first good gigs was working for Studio Ghibli. Yeah, and he worked yeah, on Nausicaa. Uh, he worked on Nausicaa and he monster did the, the, the monster design and the, uh, the I don't remember the name of the tribe, but like all of the tribe tribal stuff and nature stuff was him to mm-hmm. the point where like uh, yeah he he drew the, the the giant monsters for it and uh, animated them and, the melting uh, kaiju yeah laser giant and like uh, I think there there's there's this trivia thing where basically Miyazaki asked him to to stop. Uh, performing so well like he was like oh it's fine right now as as it is take it down a notch yeah yeah, yeah. And, oh really um, he was too intense yeah oh boy so um and then he went on to to do uh 
I can't remember the name, but his, his next anime was like a TV show that was based on a, on a Ghibli story that didn't uh, that, that didn't, didn't happen. Off. Yeah, it's the, uh, the Atlantis, the Atlantis oh, story. Um, uh, Nadia of the Blue Water. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, it also had yeah. the same artist. You're yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. I I want to watch that after Evangelion, but basically that was a, a Miyazaki pitch for a, a story that uh, just never happened, and he took it and made it his own. And uh, it's highly regarded in Japan as well. So, mm -hmm. uh, I've, like, these two things are really interesting. So, if you like Ghibli, but uh, you're sad, <laughs> watch Evangelion. <laughs> By the way, the movie Atlantis, you should look it up online. The movie Atlantis, the, movie? the you know, the, 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 the uh, what was it? Which, uh, was which it Disney? studio? The, uh, Disney. I I'm think not it, sure it's if it was Disney, Disney that did it. Yeah, it's a straight, straight ripoff. It's a straight, it's straight, like straight of, yeah, fucking okay. ripoff of oh, every yeah. single character in oh, Nadia of the Blue Water. That's that's what Disney does. Kimba the White Lion. I think it's a DreamWorks it's film. Like, I'm not DreamWorks, sure. you think? Maybe is DreamWorks. it Treasure Planet or something? Treasure or? Planet is Disney. Atlant I'm pretty sure oh. Atlantis is Disney too. Like okay, the Atlantis okay. film. But I might be wrong. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> But look it up. Yeah. Rip off Nadia of the Blue Water. Search it on YouTube, adoring fans. Uh, search it on Google. The only other thing I've consumed really is I started playing Nier, uh, the second game. Yeah, Automata. Automata. Yeah. Um, uh, it's been overhyped for me, like mm -hmm. by everyone that's played it. You're late to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Um, yeah, I'm really late to it. 2000 late. <laughs> I think it was two years ago. It came out two years ago. Yeah. yeah 2017. Yeah. No. So okay. It's um, a big game after okay. all. I mean, take your time to indulge in it. Don't. Yeah, I wasn't expecting a lot of side quests, which is what it throws at you after the first 30 minutes of it. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. Um, it's it's a bit open and it's fact. But it's open and, and empty, kind of? Like the world is uh it's like a post-apocalypse so mm -hmm. like there's a lot of walking around to get to side quests and then going back um so i don't have like a great impression of it yet but i know that i'm five hours in mm -hmm. and that it gets good in like five more have you played the first one uh the yeah. first near yeah but have you gone through all of the endings two two what made you stop Would you? Uh, I, I didn't even know there was more. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. yeah, exactly. There's, uh, there, there's, there's more. Okay. <laughs> Without spoiling I'll, I'll more. I'll have to look online. Honestly, I don't think I'd go back to a 360 game. But yeah, yeah. I thought there were only two because there's this like there's a big reveal of what's actually happening, mm -hmm. and then you go through it again, That's like feeling yeah. bad about yourself and what you're doing in the world. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't remember past that. Yeah. I'm such a fan of the first near of uh, not the mechanics, like the story, mm. which is a total mindfuck without spoiling anything. Okay, the story goes much deeper than what it leads on to, even the first time that you finish it. Anyway, what I loved is that it was a really, really sad story. Yeah. With, with, yeah. Like, it, 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 was, it was really, really like realistic and, and, Ironically, you know, it's a fantasy setting and everything with magic and shit. But realistically, it was very realistic of how, uh, you know, when shit happens <laughs> and how to deal with it. And uh, the story took, they took so much care and love in the story that they even added another ending post game. Mm 
mm-hmm. in a fan book. Oh yeah, in an official this. fan yeah, book, yeah, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They made uh, another ending that they wrote out. Yeah, and that the that book never made it to the West. So you can see it online, though. They translated the whole book online. So once you finish near, if you go back to near one day, yeah, I recommend you finish the two ending, the two last endings, which is really quick. If if you figure out how to do it, mm. uh, just look it up online how to do it. It doesn't spoil you yeah. how to finish them, and read the final canon ending that's in the, the book. fan book. Mm-hmm. That's but, interesting. <laughs> yes. Definitely, and it ties in together with other things does that it, they did. But the, the Dragon Guard or whatever, yeah. But does it, it yes. tie into? Yeah, I've heard of it. it does a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, does yes. it tie into Automata at all? Somewhat, but not really. Mm. Like, and uh, yeah, spoilers or whatever. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I have, I have a well, question. it is I, called Near. I, I have a good question, mm-hmm. or not? Well, I think it's a good. <laughs> I, I, I'm just wondering we'll be because that. because one of the reasons I didn't play it was the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not into like the the sex cells thing. Oh, uh, yeah. talk about uh, Automata. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. whole Bayonetta vibe ish. Bayonetta feels empowering. I don't think uh, 2B does, mm. uh, uh, but maybe yeah. th- maybe they do in this story in the future. And I'm wondering, I, like, mm-hmm. the, is there an explanation for their like oversexualized uh, uh, fetish robots? Or, or the director likes. But that's that, that's <laughs> okay. Well, that, that's that's fine. Like, <laughs> that's his explanation for the design. Yeah, uh, that's that's mostly. But that, that, that's, that's okay. Like, that's for him. You know. Yeah. It's, it's, but it, yeah, that's that's his reason. Yeah. You don't have to it's agree. A, it's a like, good design, but I, it's just like it, I, every time it's I saw it, yeah, 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 exactly. And I wasn't into that, so I but, agree but, with that. So I, so I just kept waiting to like see somebody s- tell me it's bad. And then <laughs> nobody did. Everybody was just like, "Yeah, it's one of the greatest games." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just yeah, like, fine. I'll play me. it. Look at them legs. I'm yeah. gonna be that guy that's like, once you get all the endings, yeah, it 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 just it fits together. It's like you get all the pieces of the puzzle, and it just you. Yeah. You you get where the hype comes from. It's it's a little bit like I was asking you about the first game because that's what the first game does too. When you get all of the endings, when you get like the whole yeah. the complete picture, it really makes the whole experience better and worthwhile. You kind of understand where it was going. Mm. And I remember like the first year was out. It's an investment though. Sa- like yeah, yeah, you need yeah. to put in the time and just you need to know that there's you something know th- yeah, worth exactly. it. Like you need to. Because right now I would stop if I didn't know that. Like, and that's that's yeah. what killed the first game too, like critically and it's just huh. reception. Most people didn't, didn't know, know that they had to go to multiple endings and go through the full experience to get like what the whole game was about. But yeah, I might I know this might sound like hyperbole, but this was before The Last of Us, and I think it had that element of like something that isn't done in games a lot, where you are the main character, you are Mister Near or whatever name you give. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The dad, you play the, the Western the, yeah. version. Um, That's the and replicant you version. You do of some things, sometimes good, but overall, spoiler. You are not the good guy. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I've that's seen something that, that's but I've seen that not part, a yeah. lot. That's not present in a lot of games, and that's one of the reasons. Like a lot of people love The Last of Us, mm. and like the Joel character, where it's like, oh, yeah. you feel like you're you're doing this huge thing being with Ellie and just going through the plot and then when you finish the game you're like oh my god this there, is, there's this a good feeling to, <laughs> to realizing the story isn't 
about you or for for you it's it's a story that yeah just exists yeah. it's it's the story doesn't exist to make you feel good yeah you're not yeah. about yeah. yourself or about the actions you took in the game and then oh, looking back you just yeah. go back and you're like holy shit that was awful i was awful or portraying that character great game <laughs> was awful. Yeah. Yeah. but it's a great game for that yeah and maybe uh, if they could have like dropped hints that there's way more to the game during the first playthrough i don't, I don't think so i, I feel think like it's, it's for I think the it, fans too like uh, people maybe in, in japan the the, the I, people I, were aware of who that guy is or something i think the game was mature enough to not give it to you because it yeah. would maybe make it would put some people off to But just be like, oh no, that's he's you know he's defending his daughter. He must be a good guy. It's a square game too, right? <laughs> so people ex- <laughs> kind of just play until you know they expect a long story, uh, mm-hmm. they and they expect twists. to be the good guy. Yeah, yeah. It kind of plays with the audience's expectations, yeah. which I love. Yeah, it's, or it's just subversive. Like, yeah, exactly. It like most games, there's like whatever you do, curveball. you're the main character, so you must be good. So yeah, I'll continue playing that and this week. Probably. It's not the same thing. It's a whole different thing that Nier Automata does, but it does a huge subversion on yeah. game tropes. And you'll only get the full picture once you're completely like done with it. Yeah. Um, I, I, so I don't know what to tell you. It's not as like Detroit or something. About absolutely it. not. No, it says no. way more. <laughs> and just, you, you just, the thing is, you need to go through it. Like, it yeah. might be so, a struggle, but I'll be, I'll encourage you. Yeah. Man. I'll be like, yeah, go through it. Keep, keep going on. Yeah. Keep trudging um, on. But I'll say, like, the music. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Keichi Wakabi, man. It's just absolutely those, good. Those stellar. drums, that it's, music. It's, uh, it's the one thing that I, I'm like, I want to see the other areas and like, <laughs> get the new music. Oh, yeah. I, I just stayed in a there's a robot area near the beginning that I uh, oh, I discovered the, the village yeah oh, there's a village the, with the fair music yeah yeah and I just uh, I just stopped playing and let it on and started reading a book with it started <laughs> yeah. slash dancing no dancing I'm I'm wet <laughs> <laughs> you can do it I believe in you I'll I try. believe in you too. I'll try. <laughs> Dance like nobody's watching. <laughs> oh no, those slogans that soccer moms <laughs> hang on their walls. God damn. Keep calm. Dance. Eat, pray, love. You know? <laughs> hang in there with the cat. <laughs> like, yeah, so that was, that was it for me this week. Yeah, oh. I, I can't really remember anything else that touched me. So, what's going on uh, nowadays in gaming? We saw a console being announced and a console being deleted from the market <laughs> actually several consoles being deleted let's let's start with that yeah, mr yeah. mr soldier boy oh yeah he's yeah. gone from <laughs> he's he he was selling his console the soldier boy consoles yeah. mm-hmm. they had three i believe yeah. <laughs> and they were bootleg Uh, Amazon resells directly from China, not even rebranded with his name on it. <laughs> yeah, I'd seen that console before. Yeah. Yep, and uh, there were a bunch of ROMs, and he was real cocky about it for a while. Did it? Did it, did it was it able to play Switch games or no? I mean, he was promoting yeah. the fact that you were gonna buy Super Smash Bros. <laughs> Ultimate yeah. for it. Like, like we're we're laughing at this, but like it's 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 really insulting that like he did that. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. We're it's, laughing at it because it happened. It comes, it, I'm sure it, some people bought it. That's peddling. That some people like, bought yeah. it for the, the lulls, and I'm sure some people just got scammed. 
Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> thinking, yeah, thinking they were him included, something. right? Because like, what? Nobody told him this was wrong, and like, he oh, probably maybe he doesn't care. Or no, he's but, just I mean, doing he, it through star power. I think something. he's dumb. Like, I think like, because uh, because you know how companies get sold ideas, and that's how they buy new programs, and uh, mm-hmm. that's how they adopt agile or whatever, uh-huh. and then, like they get screwed by by other companies that sell it. He to was them. pyramid schemed. So, so I think, yeah, I think <laughs> he, he was, was pyramid schemed into selling. Yeah, yeah probably like consoles. Yeah, somebody went, hey, yeah, this yeah, is a good yeah. idea for your brand. And none of his friends went, hey, maybe this is illegal. Maybe you're getting screwed. Because <laughs> for sure he paid a lot of money for that. We don't want none of this. Oh, definitely did. Yeah. He probably bought... He, that he was probably his... was approached by the manufacturing company of that of those consoles yeah. and probably went like, well, if you buy a bunch of us, you can say it's from you. Yeah, and he's rich <laughs> enough that he, he doesn't care. But like, it's interesting that that's his whole career. Like, <laughs> musically, he got screwed over. And then he like he did the he tried to to do clothes like Pharrell and uh, Tyler mm-hmm. the creator yeah. and that, uh, that like line. yeah that fashion line like I don't even think came out I think maybe a few items came out uh, so he, he didn't hype enough to even put it out so he's he's just a constant failure but he's rich enough that he can keep going like mm. he 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 tried to make a movie about himself and it was direct to DVD and like nobody bought it. Uh, anything you can think of that like a rich person will try to to start he he's tried it and failed and this is just the the like vapidly famous yeah this is just the, the another another thing to it like he another just tried stunt. yeah uh. he he did an animated show <laughs> about himself called <gasps> soldier boy no <laughs> yeah it, i think there was there's one episode available somewhere yeah. yeah. Add another paragraph to the wiki. But you- yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's, that's a perfect description. Like he's just yeah. So he's gonna be back with something crazy soon enough. Maybe like a VR boy. And we'll yeah. be there to laugh at it. You know yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think that was a success. Even if you wasted money, we're talking about him oh, yeah, at the yeah. moment. And, that's and, like, and like that's, if, that's that's what matters, right? Yeah, because if you have an endless amount of money, like you're not trying to make it like other than your name. Like that's all he's selling. He's selling his name, uh-huh. and uh, as it becomes obsolete, he comes out with a new thing and fails again. Yeah. <laughs> In the meanwhile, I, you know when you mentioned that he had a movie on him, yeah, and an episode on I, I literally have the impulse to watch it now. Yeah, because yeah. I want to, you want to see how bad you need to know. <laughs> you need to know how bad it is. Yeah. yeah. So he succeeded. So there's he succeeded. This... I'm gonna consume his products. <laughs> <laughs> there's this thing in like uh, in that entertainment universe where like rich people or like not not even necessarily rich people. I I, I mentioned Tyler Just earlier. High profile. Like, yeah. They, like, they'll do a thing, but it doesn't have their name on it. And, and for him, for some reason, he thinks his brand is his, his own name. <laughs> he thinks he came up with Soldier Boy and it's cool enough that you'll buy anything. That's like, <laughs> oh my God. How, how into himself does he, like, Jesus Christ. It's very creative. <laughs> I know. In contrast. Soldier Industries is sponsoring it, this podcast. It, it reminds me, it reminds me of the Beatles. Crank that toe. I don't know about that, but like the Beatles made a, a company called... Uh, 
think it was Apple. Apple, st- Apple something. Yeah, Why it's not the Beatles. The Apple company. I believe. <laughs> Who are the Beatles? I'm kidding. <laughs> what are you talking? They about? they would try to like uh, kickstart anything and kind of made their their life into a j- big job and it broke mm. them apart eventually. But like they, it was, it's just it's interesting to look up what Apple made. Not 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 the current apple but it's just failure upon, uh, upon failure and it's pretty funny to say see rich people just waste money <laughs> <laughs> on, like, side projects they, that they end would, up nowhere they, they would buy yeah. anything like they, okay. i think they they pushed uh, like a an indian cult into like popular uh and the popular eye as well so like there there's there's a lot of power in rich people and like that's why like we we laugh at this but i think like we need to forget him as fast as possible it's true yeah, yeah. we we <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that's a fair point yeah. in, in contrast uh, well there's a console I do uh, have... that that has been announced a serious yeah, well, one. what's the name i have like uh you you told us about this right before we start but mm-hmm. we, like we haven't had time to read about it what is it well it proves also that it's uh really crappily advertised <laughs> <laughs> so it's the mad box by the way they revealed uh images of the console mm-hmm. yet yet <laughs> They do not know which GPU is there's going no, there's in There's no image to this podcast, but it's really ugly. Just yes. imagine something <laughs> really ugly. Absolutely. It, it, it looks like something from Tron had sex with uh, iPod. And it, it reminds me of those uh, Alienware computers, but... Yeah, the really experimental builds. Yeah, definitely. Mm. So, the uh, developer... like those hand dryers. Oh, you know, yes, those the automatic hand dryers, hand dryers shaped like to, a hand dryer, like uh, air blades or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. Like it's going to release hot air, and yeah. you can just like play your games and dry your hands at the same time. You know, <laughs> well, maybe maybe that's the trick because you know a game console needs a fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, be like, just release that hot air. That'll function. That That'll be like sense. try to play a game from five years ago and make the fan go fast. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the the developer of Project Cars came up with this brilliant idea, and it's coming out already in in two to three years. Okay. I believe. And and what's the um, point? The point <laughs> is literally to be. Uh, he 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 has a vision in mind. He okay. wants to be a direct competitor to the current big consoles. But the current big consoles are going away eventually, right? That's what I'm thinking. Now, that that's the whole thing. He, There's already but, too many. By the way, just a little context. Yeah. He mm-hmm. already released a statement saying that the VR games on this will go... will be over 180 FPS. Yet, 180? they don't know which GPU and how many GPUs they're going to put in there. So... Sounds I like don't the know. Ouya. So, so it'll probably, yes, yeah, it sounds it'll, like a Ouya. It'll probably be something that's too expensive and like uh, it's a scam again. Like a uh, bunch of niche rich people will buy it and it'll, it'll go nowhere. Well, if we've seen anything in the last few years is that consoles don't matter as much as the games that come out on them. Exactly. Just yes. look at Sony's that's why past years. That's like why Microsoft is buying a bunch of studios. Won yeah. the best game and it's like... It's not because of a console thing or anything. It's just they got the game. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. Nintendo runs on the fact that they're Nintendo. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and they have their own games too. Like Super Smash is a Switch thing. Like yeah. It's not going to be on it's, any other It's a console, console seller. Yeah. yeah. Mario well, they could Odyssey get, They could get a great or... deal, but like at this point, I think video games are old enough that 
uh, new franchises won't sell a console. So I don't know what they could do. Like, who could they get? Maybe themselves. Maybe they want to make like the best car game ever. Well, But is that a console probably. seller? Because mm. uh, Forza already has like a huge name. Yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking like even like the, we were mentioning The Last of Us. That was a huge player for uh, Sony. It really improved yeah. like how much their console sold. Uh, Uncharted as well. Uncharted. Like they 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 have those deals with like. AAA game developers without it being like Sony yeah. Studios yeah. but they have deals with like uh, Naughty Dog with Quantic Dream uh, with all other studios like Insomniac well, what, what, they, if, what if this, really good at that. this Project Cars uh, console the Madbox has a deal with CD Project Red or something Well, like, that, I think that could play their favor yeah. so, so, so they that's could how they succeed they, yeah. they, do, they start doing deals now Yeah. Uh, of, of exclusivity well, on their console. The That's the only way they could them, succeed. What's your GPU? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it's fast. Like, uh, it's, uh, yeah. Not so sure. Yeah. Like, and they're releasing it within two years. That doesn't give much time for a big hit to be The only reason they're doing space. that is because the other consoles are coming out in two yeah. years, right? I'm not uh, even they're sure. They're trying to like, ride that wave, you think? Yeah. And in two years, a lot can happen where it doesn't even happen. Where yeah, they, yeah. They don't even release. Like, I don't... There, there's always, like, reasons we don't know about that relate to money too like uh like there you can release an unsuccessful computer and make a ton of money and take apple back mm -hmm. like you, there's a bunch of stuff where you, you like you present a console that's unsellable because it's huge but then like other companies will buy some patents or whatever or like oh, they might be bought off basically yeah. so maybe know. they're trying to just sell an idea and then sell off their company Yeah, I mean, uh, let's see. Quick money. Deal. It doesn't sound like yeah. like something that it doesn't yeah. seem long term, <laughs> and it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't look long term too. Like it looks like garbage. It looks like a disposable garbage. Yes, I don't, I don't need a hand dryer. <laughs> I got towels. You've already got your PS4. <laughs> <laughs> got towels. Yeah, you you don't need that, and uh, I I think that what they're trying to do was well. You said yourself, right? The wave of the new consoles that are yeah. coming out later on um but look at all these other have, yeah. what could have been successful like what if we had uh infinite money and resources and time in order to build a console what would we do in order to go through that colossal uh hurdle of making it sell i mean uh, other than exclusive games i'd yeah? I, i'd uh I'd get I'd give all that money to Nintendo and <laughs> like take some shares from their company and make money like that because there's there's no way I'm going to compete with any of them even with infinite amounts of money. Yeah. Exactly. Feel, yeah, I feel like the 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 it's the best way would have been to just be like one of those companies that strike deals with and then like, like late uh, 90s. with console developers <laughs> yeah. with console creators rather than start now like even microsoft which is a huge company is struggling with their own consoles exactly and he, like it's who the are you to come out of nowhere and be publishers like, yeah. like big publishers yeah. are the ones making money right now right mm -hmm. so yeah so i don't know who you have to be to come out of nowhere and just be like yeah i'm gonna I'm gonna join in the competition from nowhere yeah it's more of a like the the current trend of like jumping onto something is probably and it's probably even too late but it's like indie games 
maybe indie publisher you could be an indie publisher and start yeah devolver is doing really well yeah like if you think about it like they're just they publish a lot of people they find good projects and support them and they've been doing fine yeah and uh they're riding the wave of like creativity Mm -hmm. but well they recognize talent and but right now like you 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 start a new console it's just a bad move or it's, it's PCs exist. <laughs> yeah, PCs most, exist exactly. No, but you, you saw this during PS3 too. There were a bunch of companies that, uh, when the last console uh, war, if you want, like I can't remember. I can't even remember the name of these consoles that died right off. But I'm sure somewhere they made money. Like for hmm. someone specifically, somebody got rich off of these. That's probably what it is. I'm also thinking about Sega. Who used to do consoles? Yeah. Now they're software developers. <laughs> and now yeah. they just they just stopped. They were like, "There's no way we but, can compete in this environment." That's because like, we're just making games now. Exactly, and we'll strike deals with whoever: Nintendo, Sony, uh, but, Microsoft. But you're, yeah. you're talking about a company that is like a bunch of like they they do a lot more. <laughs> like if I don't know if Project Cars is owned by a company that does anything else, but mm-hmm. like Sega yeah. could just go. I don't care about games anymore and just like they're they're just making well they do because there's yakuza but i mean mm-hmm. yeah they do games but they stopped doing consoles because it's hard but it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't an impact for them financially to stop making consoles it was an impact for their subsidiary that did it like it's a massive company they can just they could just do another console right now probably and fail again and just like it wouldn't really impact them yeah but what would be the point yeah yeah, no but like i'm relating to like the project cars thing Mm -hmm. where i don't think it's like a massive uh like underworld linked company that like has an but maybe yeah maybe they are (laughs) maybe maybe they are we don't know We'll find out yeah. pretty soon. <laughs> or they, they waste so much money on this that it just flops in the water. It um, might just be a rich guy's whim. It's the soldier boy. So of... far, all we have is an announcement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a design choice. <laughs> and and yeah. declaration about the FPSs on it, which is weird. Yeah. It, might just be, it might just be brainstorming a design, too. Mm-hmm. You know how, like... Uh, they do this with movies recently like they leak a thing like Deadpool mm-hmm. you know? yeah. it leaked and then people went oh you really need to make this movie and then they made it so maybe uh, it's just a way to like see where it goes they might never even release it right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's what I'm thinking it's just a pitch that they put out in the world yeah exactly it's just an announcement that might yeah. turn out to be nothing yeah. now what I think that could be a successful console that would compete in the market nowadays oh, okay. you would, got be, would be um, a PC that would be easily upgradable, that would have exclusivities, that you mm-hmm. would be able to play your Steam games and everything. Mm-hmm. But if you happen to have that console, there are some games that you buy for them. And, you know, every few years you're able to buy a little module that you add onto it and upgrade it. And then it crashes, and you need to like well, go that's the online thing. and like. Didn't Steam try to do like Steam boxes or something? Mm. That were kind of like yeah, they computers tried. that just had like a Steam OS and yeah, they and had the wrong approach. Yeah. They had the wrong approach. Mm. They they have to find something that's easier. They have to focus on it not crashing, like you but said. Then it just becomes another console. Yeah, I don't see the difference really. 
Well, that's the thing. That's like an upgradable console? That's like the, the, the pack that came with Majora's Mask? Or yeah, uh, yeah, like an expansion pack. Mm, yeah. Would well, be nice to just add modules and go like, oh, okay, right, you don't need to change it every 10 years. Because right now they're going and have been going the way of cell phones. Mm. Like uh, every every couple of years, there's a pro version or... And yeah. Excel version. And, and, yeah. and like the, the, the next Switch is being announced. DS did that a bunch too. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's... And that's just something that can sell because of their name. So. Yeah. Like I, I can't see anyone competing, even releasing like a PC that does that. Oh, oh. because like the PC community is just people who already do it themselves. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> the kind of people that that really <laughs> take pride in the fact that I upgraded. Yeah. Like the casual gamer machine. just has a Nintendo machine or a Sony machine. Like yeah, I, make I, PC I, games casual again. Yeah, I feel like Were the way ever? the industry is going is the opposite way of trying like to have that there's new competitors coming to bring in their own consoles. Even Microsoft backed down and made all their Xbox games available on the Microsoft store. Yeah, Microsoft is doing a Netflix approach. Right? Yeah, so. like every, everything has kind of become like more merging and like even the way consoles are developed, like... Um, like with the PS3, after the PS3 and like um, Xbox 360, most game consoles work the same way as PCs do, do most yeah. of the time. All I know is that I'm just going to get a PS5 and uh, like the next Switch, really. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Isn't it kind of a rule of thumb that you always get the Nintendo console? <laughs> and the best <laughs> exclusive games like the the, the other console with the, the best the, exclusive the, the, games the, the Microsoft deal is really interesting to me but uh, it, un- until it breaches like the Japanese market where most exclusives come to to, to PlayStation mm-hmm. never gonna be interested in it yeah uh, yeah I can see that Alrighty then, I love the discussions we have all the time here at Three Canadian Thumbs. And we're going to wrap it up for this week. We're looking forward to a nice 2019. I was going to say 2018, I swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) We're looking forward to it. The the gaming industry is in full bloom. Invest as much money as you can on it. And uh, don't buy microtransactions in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You're you're gonna encourage those bastards to continue. Be responsible. <laughs> yeah. Buy Monster Boy. Buy Monster <laughs> Boy. Yes. <laughs> so I have been Jamie, uh, Rita, and I am now 2019. <laughs> <laughs> have a good one. See ya. 